Well, hello, and welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we explore money through a spiritual lens. I'm Elle, a certified financial planner and a witchy old soul who just so happens to be going through a spiritual awakening myself. I launched this podcast to provide practical tips for stepping into your own wealth, purpose, and sovereignty as you navigate your own spiritual awakening. I lean on my own experiences in finance to look at money through the lens of energy, spirituality, science, and intuition. You'll gain financial knowledge to step into your soul's highest purpose and prosperity through a combination of episodes focused purely on financial terms, but also we'll explore a variety of spiritual topics as they relate to your money and wealth. If you're ready to step into ease and flow in your financial life and let that ripple across every single aspect of your life, stay tuned. Hi guys, welcome back to the Perspective Podcast. I have another guest coming at you this week. We have a really fun conversation about personal healing with hypnosis. But before we get into that, I thought I'd check in with you guys and just give a little bit of a life update. I have been in Louisiana for the past four or five days, and that is where my mom is from. So she's a a Ragin Cajun. She's from South Louisiana. And I grew up eating really phenomenal Cajun food and in a kitchen with the most incredible cooks you can imagine. And my only surviving grandparent, my grandfather, who was 94, had been living out there alone for a while. And he was living in a nursing home. And he actually passed away in January of 2020 during the height, sorry, 2021, during the height of COVID. And sadly, we weren't able to even have a funeral for him or be with him when he passed away. And that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day because, I mean, that just screwed with so many people's psyches to have to be alone in a nursing home with no physical touch and no interaction. It's just wrong. That's not why we're on this earth. We're not on this planet to be alone. But I choose to remember my grandfather for the amazing human being that he was and I really have no words to describe how incredible this guy was. So I wanted to share that with you today because I thought it would be a good little ode to to him. But um, we went there for a celebration of life. We had a celebration of life a year and a half after he passed because he would have wanted it to be a party. He was a really fun guy and it didn't seem fitting to have a funeral for him. He just wasn't that kind of person. And so we had a party with over 55 of his closest friends with lots of delicious Cajun food and music. And it was just perfect and was able to see all the relatives and really celebrate his life. And I mean, what an incredible guy. So during the party, someone brought out a resume from the 1980s from my grandfather. And as I was actually able to read it and see all of the really cool things that he did in his life. And I thought, wow, like, why does he even have a freaking resume? My grandfather did not graduate from high school. My grandfather started working when he was 13 years old at a gas pump in the middle of nowhere in Louisiana, a really poor area. They lived in a trailer. I don't even know if they had running water, but his father had one gas pump and he was in charge of pumping gas for people that came by on this little highway in the middle of nowhere. So, I mean, you can imagine he started working at age 13 and he didn't even finish high school. He just had to work. And so he got married really young at 17 to my grandmother and they proceeded to have three children. But what's so amazing is that he continued to climb the corporate ladder and 
job hop between businesses all the way up into becoming a business manager at a really well-known oil company in Louisiana. Not a large company, but like a small company. And um, my grandfather basically manifested his ideal life and his ideal job. So he was a manifester without even knowing what that word means. And I think that is so incredibly cool. So basically his passion in life was fishing. And if you know anything about Louisiana, the fishing in the Gulf is absolutely incredible compared to most other places in the United States. And so my grandfather was a really serious fisherman and, and a fishing day with him, with Pa, consisted of waking up at three or four in the morning in the cold and the dark, throwing on your fishing gear, getting all the coolers ready, getting the boat loaded up with all your food that you need for the next 20 hours and driving an hour to his secret fishing spot on the Gulf where we would actually go fishing all day long. And we would catch our limit and fish. And sometimes he'd catch the limit, take it to land and go out and get more. That's how serious he was of a fisherman. And so he was, when I say he was a fisherman, like he was legitly in love with fishing. He took that per passion and turned it into a job, which is such a manifester thing to do, right? So he actually became a salesperson at the business that he worked at. And his job was to take people out, prospects out on fishing trips. So not only did he get to take people on fishing trips in his own boat, but he got to charter boats and take fishing trips with people. And because he was such a funny, outgoing guy, they loved it and they loved him and they would always sign on as new clients. And so he even got to go on some international trips, hunting trips as well, like down to Central and South America. All of this for a guy who had never even graduated high school, which I think is really cool. And one other really neat thing about my grandfather is that he started to take on new hobbies when my grandmother passed away. She passed, I think, over 10 years ago. But rather than, you know, wallow in self-pity and wither away, my grandfather decided to take up painting very seriously. And he got a mentor and he started painting. And he painted literally thousands of paintings in that entire time period after my grandmother passed away and even while he was at the nursing home. And I do have quite a few of them in my office. And so if you're watching my videos on YouTube, you will most likely see a couple of his bird paintings in my office. And his style was very much folk, very folksy, very Cajun. Um, and as he got later in life, the paintings, the, the quality of the paintings kind of declined, but we have probably 15 or 20 of them in our home. And a lot of them ended up in our playroom. But my point is that he never stopped living life. He never stopped loving life. And he was truly an incredibly powerful manifester. And he never let transgressions and setbacks stop him in life. He just did what he wanted to do. And I think there's a lot to be said for that in this day and age, um, you know, because he just didn't care what people thought. So um, in honor of my grandfather, I just wanted to share those stories today with all of you. And thank you for listening. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast episode with Amity Rose. Today, we're going to be exploring hypnosis and personal healing. And Amity Rose is a transformation coach and hypnotist who tells her own story of awakening and how she turned her pain and her trauma into her purpose. Ooh, you guys. This podcast episode is so juicy. We have a story of an awakening. Amity goes from being an alcoholic to getting sober and turning her life completely around. 
We talk about a lot of different healthy tools that can truly change your life. And one of them is hypnosis. I have never had any experience with hypnosis. So in this episode, Amity breaks down how you can use hypnosis to transform your subconscious. And I know that my most popular podcast episode to date was the one where we talked about healing through working in the subconscious. So I want to continue to build on that and give you the tools that you need to reprogram your subconscious. This is a must listen episode for that reason. But we get into a whole lot more than just hypnosis. We talk about women and how we struggle with not being in our power and what we can do to change our story and our limiting beliefs. And I know I am not immune to that as a woman. My weakest link is definitely my solar plexus chakra where I tend to struggle with personal power and I really have my entire life. There's nothing wrong with you if you're a woman and you are experiencing this. This is just something that we as women, that we as women in this society have to learn to transmute and alchemize. Amity and I talk about how to work through the subconscious limiting beliefs and money blocks that so many women have and so much more. I know you guys are going to love this episode and please, please leave a comment if you enjoyed it. Lastly, I take some of Amity's advice and after the podcast, I'll share with you what I decided to do after she and I spoke. Well, Amity, thank you so much for coming on the Perspective Podcast. I'm so glad to have you and I would love you to just introduce yourself and share a little bit more about what you do and, um, and your background. Absolutely. So I'm Amity Rose. I am a certified hypnotherapist and a transformation uh, coach for women. So specializing in women making that transformation into anything, we're always up leveling, we're always healing. So really just kind of being a mentor in that space when women kind of need guidance along the path of how to up level, how to change. It's really an identity change, which women are constantly doing naturally anyway. So just providing that, that support and assistance along the way, as far as the spiritual awakening piece, oh man. Um, I have always been spiritually inclined just from birth. I was like the elementary kid reading like the psychic power books instead of like the school kid books. Like that's the stuff I would, we'd be into. Um, but my, my path, and I think it's part of, if you talk to anyone that, that really is like a leader in the spiritual space, we come in kind of like for a crash landing on earth. Like we come in with some really difficult experiences. And I think it's an opportunity for us to like transmute early on so that we can kind of spend the majority of our human experience, like leading and living in our purpose. Mm -hmm. So that's just my personal belief that I think we come here in like extraordinary circumstances that, that provide challenges and difficulties in order for us to kind of get our bootstraps right. And get our light turned on so that we can eventually like embody and lead others on the path of healing and transformation. That was my journey anyway. So, um, drugs, alcohol, young mother, infidelity. I mean, just all the toxic family, um, poverty mindset growing up, like it was just a lot. Mm -hmm. And, um, but thankfully I got all that cleared up. Like I said, early on, I got sober by 25. So, I, um, have been able, that's one thing that I've changed my identity around and that kind of, I didn't know I was using hypnosis and that's 
kind of what led me into um, actually like getting certified as it, like I had been doing it along my healing journey and all it really is, is the, the natural state of communicating with our subconscious mind. So it's something we're, we're all actually already doing. It's just in um, a therapeutic way. When you work with this uh, hypnotherapist, you're actually creating that state on purpose and using it as a therapeutic tool, but we're all actually in hypnosis and have used been in hypnotic trances all throughout our life. If you're in a human body, like you've experienced it. So just going through that journey and transforming myself over and over and over, right? Who I am as a young mother, who I am as a wife, who I am as an entrepreneur, who I am as a spiritual leader, who I am as an, a sober woman. So it's just, that's been kind of my life theme is uh, transforming into my next identity and that it just made natural sense that I um, really just by life experience become an expert in transformation. And then that's how I am where I am today of being a mentor for women that are ready and wanting that transformation in their life. I'll be whatever it is. And then the hypnosis piece, which I just could talk about this all day long and you're going to watch me get so excited because I just light up when I talk about That's things. Great. That's why we're here. We, have an hour <laughs> yeah. so we can chat about that. Um, yeah. Well, before you get started on the hypnosis piece, I have, a, so when you were going through your awakening, um, just so my listeners, like what helped you, obviously hypnosis helped you. What caused you to get sober? Was it just like a dark night of the soul or was it yoga? I noticed on your website, like you you were into yoga. How did you, was that something you've been doing your whole life as well? Or how did that come about? So yoga was an integral piece. It was, um, it got to the point where yeah, I've had a couple dark nights of the soul. <laughs> Most of us. I thought like if, at first I was like, okay, I did it. It's, I got the All other one. It's like, they don't tell you that like they keep coming. Uh-huh. It's not a one and done kind of thing. But I got to this point where like, it was just my whole, it just got so bad. And it was kind of like clean my act up or, you know, it was just going to get worse. Like it was real, like I was going to end up dead or in jail or, you know, it was kind of like, just, it was at that point. And I was so desperate, um, to feel better. And I didn't know, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know, um, how, how to get did help. You work with a mentor or how did you get out of that space? Did you have coaches, mentors, or was it more like self-taught? So, yeah, so I've always been very self-taught, self-led, um, but I self-led myself right into the problem. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I was in this really like, um, you know, I was going to lose my marriage. I was for full transparency. So I had, um, I was the really bad alcoholic problem. Um, and I had young kids and I was putting them in positions that like, I didn't even used to be able to speak about it. It was so shaming for me. I've healed a lot of that so I can speak about it now and then also help women to heal their shame around that. But I was so sick and I realized it was just, I didn't have any healthy tools. So I had reached for the only tools that would give me some relief and that was drugs and alcohol. And so um, it got to the point, like I said, it got really, really bad. And I really got my, got myself to an AA meeting and that was, so it wasn't, yoga. it wasn't really, it is very spiritual, actually, if you know anything about it. Um, there's steps that you follow. And one of the steps is where you write out all of your shortcomings, like basically all your wrongdoings. Mm-hmm. 
everybody you, you know, messed like everything you did wrong, you write it out. And it's like, you have to, you have to look at that. And then, and then you have to not have to, but you have to make amends. So you actually go to them, you speak it, you write a letter, you somehow you make your wrong, right. Like energetically karma wise. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was really powerful tool. And that's very spiritual. It's a very spiritual act of healing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then clearing a lot of like the dense karmic energy I had accumulated from all of like the choices I had made while I was drinking and doing drugs. So AA was a a, a big part of my spiritual awakening to help me like kind of get my bearings and help me live as a sober woman. But I teach this to my clients too. AA wouldn't have helped me if I didn't have a deep, deep, deep desire to want to be different. Mm-hmm. Had to come that, from within, right? Yeah. It had, say it, again? From, it had to come from within, right? That, that desire to change or. Yeah. Was grow. more powerful than anything else. So I think that the, the transformation and the spiritual awakening, all that 99% of that was my deepest desire to change my life, mm-hmm. to be different. And then when we come from that space of, of that desire, we attract the resources that will help us. And in my case, I attracted AA and I found a woman that, that she had a few years sober. And I was like, can you just help me? Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to live. So that was a huge part of my spiritual awakening. Um, yoga came in and that helped me connect my mind and body because I was so disconnected. And that, you know, bringing the breath and the body and all that together. So that became kind of like next level, but I, I didn't even have my shit together. Like yoga wouldn't even have come into my realm. Like I needed something way more basic on like, how do I get up today? And how do I not have a drink? Mm -hmm. You know, like I didn't have any space for yoga. I just needed to know, like, (laughs) how can I function today and, and not drink, you know, like that's basic survival thinking. Once I kind of got my bearings, then I was finding these more resources of like breath work and yoga. And, but that didn't come until after. And then I'm an all or nothing kind of gal. So when I find something that excites me and you might, you know, with the Taurus sun, you might have it too. Like I'm like all in. Mm -hmm. So into, into learning, you know, you go down that rabbit hole and you just want to know it all. Yeah. That's, that's exactly how I am as well. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Well, that's amazing. Thank you for being so vulnerable with your story. That's um, incredible. And then, so the coach, do you ever look back and are you just incredibly amazed at what your life looks like now as compared to then? I'm sure you can look back and just, it's the the journey and the transformation is amazing. And you see it in your clients as well, I'm sure. Yeah. And for me, it's like lifetimes ago, Mm -hmm. because I've been sober, this would be my 14th year. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, because I've transformed so many times within that 14 years that it's, it doesn't even, it's not even like touchable anymore. Like I can still tap into her, of course, like when I share stories, but as far as my day-to-day life, like I've transformed, I always say 2.0, 3.0, Amity 4.0, like, you know, I'm constantly doing that. Mm -hmm. So as I think we all are, but yeah, I'm very aware of, you know, where I've been and, and where I am. 
And I use that as a model and as a leader of like, there is nothing that a woman can't transform herself out of nothing. And I think that's part of the power of the story and the spiritual awakening. Like if I had just come in and things were great and I had this great family and I never had addiction and, you know, if all these, my life was just rosy, like, how can I help people? Right. How can I sit in the depths of their pain and hold space for them or care? You know, how, how could I, if I hadn't actually like been through my own stuff. So it's like, that's where the gold is. And I was able to see that only after that, like, that's what makes me such a powerful mentor, coach and leader is because you don't want to learn from somebody that's like never actually been through something. You turn your pain into your purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. Beautiful. And then it's also a model of like a woman can come to me and I'm like, there's no shame. There's no shame. Cause a woman, when she, when she doesn't share, when she keeps that stuff secret, it's like a toxic poison inside her and it will eat her alive. And so when you can come to another woman and you can share, like, this is what I did, or this is what I said, or this is how I was feeling. You give it light. And then that starts the act of transformation. Right. And then it moves. It's no longer shame. And you can transform that into wisdom. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever, you might've heard of this book. I read this book recently. I think it was called life is in the transitions. It was really beautiful. If you haven't checked it out, it's written by a guy. I I met the author because he lived like nearby me. And when I lived in Georgia, but it's actually not based in spirituality, but it's really interesting because it it lends itself to what you're talking about and how most of us can look back at our lives and realize that the moments that mattered the most were, were the transitions, like the tough periods, you know, whether you're spiritual or not, you can look back and go, wow, like, yeah, that was a really hard time, that dark night of the soul, but it transformed me into who I am today, you know? So that really resonates. Um, I was going to say, I remember in like 2011 or something, I had like this massive spiritual awakening, like just whole other realms came online, right? I'm like, whoa, and just blown away by, um, how did I not know this? How was I not tapped into that? You know? And I remember like, we talked about in the beginning, like, I remember thinking like, well, this is it. Like I'm totally up-leveled spiritually. Right. I had to really clean my vessel. I think that's part of it. Like I was so kind of dirty, energetically low, really low vibes, right. And addiction and using and the shame and guilt that comes like I was hanging out really, really low. So as I kind of cleaned myself up, then I got access right to these higher realms that we all have access to. And I was like, this is it. This is it. Like I've turned on some stuff. I've got clarity, you know, and then, but there's always more, there's always more. Cause then a few years after that, like there was another like dark night. I was like, again, and then, <laughs> and then a, a massive up leveling that follows that. You know, so I think it's like the work is never done. I just, I become a cleaner vessel. So it's not as heartbreaking. It's not as devastating. Um, And I'm understanding we're cyclical, right? We're not linear. We work in cycles. And you start to recognize when you're in another period. And as you learn more and you've been through several of them, you realize that the the beauty is in the chaos and you're going to come out on the other side. I've, I've been experiencing one of those just in the last few months because I quit my full-time, you know, corporate financial planner job to, you know, be full-time in my business. And I, my nervous system was just programmed for the last decade to be, you know, in the system 
And it was like, everything was falling apart in my life, including my husband's at the same time, like bam, 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 just everything, all the cards falling. But I at least had the foresight this time to realize that it's happening for me and I'm going to come out on the other side. (laughs) Whereas, you know, like you, I've been through other transitions that were not that great where I had no idea what was happening and they were really scary and I was in my ego. So I totally understand. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I myself have been through multiple layers of the awakening process in the last decade. Like, and I can think of at least three dark, dark nights of the soul that I've experienced. And the birth of my son was a massive one. And then really bad health issues since he was born leading up to me quitting my job. So that was like a two and a half year process. Cause he's like two and a half years old now, but yeah, the work is never done, but it's, it's a beautiful process, you know, to like reach these new heights and levels of comfort in yourself and it seems like you're mostly you know teaching women to love themselves and be in their power which is obviously one of the things as well um so please feel free to share like what a little bit more about how you use hypnosis with your clients because I'm super curious about that um because that's not something I've explored like you mentioned that we all are in states of hypnosis so I'd love to hear more about that because obviously I meditate daily but I've never considered it hypnosis so what are the differences or are they the same Okay. So much to say. I'm so excited. And you'll just watch, you're going to light up. I just, um, I did want to, the comment with your son and your transition stuff. Do you find that it's like, you'll have all this wisdom and you have all this knowledge, right? And then when you're in it, like I could give a fuck about my wisdom. Like I'm so human. Right. And it's like, I know better, but it's like, it's not helping me in this moment. Yeah. And you like, I'm still having a human moment. You can barely even access the truth from your ego. It's like, there's just so much going on. There's, I was just in this state of lack of clarity for like three months straight where I was like, I cannot make any major life decisions right now because you're right. You're just so in this human state of fear and yeah. nervous system dysregulation. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So hypnosis. Oh, okay. So first let me tell you, I'm so happy to be part of the conversation because hypnosis is not what any of us have been like sold that it is. So there is a form of like entertainment hypnosis or stage hypnosis, which sometimes you'll see like in the movies or carnival or, you know, like that you can do that. Like we have the same skills as being certified hypnotherapist, me and a, and a stage hypnotist. Um, we just use them differently. So the way that I use them is in a therapeutic way. And the way that they use them is in an entertainment way. So I found that a lot of people, they just have that one picture of like entertainment stage hypnosis is like, that's what it is. It's like, you take over me and it's like mind control, not what it is at all. And I'm so honored to be a part of the conversation that like lets people know that like, that's not it. And you have a resource that you can access to help you like program yourself to become whatever and whoever you desire. So what hypnosis is is a very natural state of being that we all go in and out of. So it's you, it's calculated by your brainwave frequencies and what's happening in your body. And so natural states of hypnosis are like anytime you're watching a movie, anytime you're driving in a car and maybe have like missed your exit, you know, you just drove or you missed your turn. Like you, it's very dreamlike, very, very dozy kind of every night before you go to sleep and every morning, but when you wake up, that period of time between waking and sleep is a period that we go through hypnosis. So every human being in a human body, every night, every morning, automatically 
you can't pass into sleep without going through hypnosis and the same coming into the waking state. So natural state of being, and then we dip in and out throughout the day, depending on what we're doing. So just to set the stage of that, like it's a natural state of being every human experiences every day. What I do and other therapeutic hypnotherapists, we create this state. So if you came into my office, we would create this state on purpose using, you know, tools and techniques, very, very similar to your meditative state or like a guided meditation. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm assuming you've done those if you're a meditator. Mm -hmm. So very similar in feeling in the body. The big difference is when you're meditating, it's usually the intention is a letting go, mm -hmm. right? Or a connecting to a higher self or like that's kind of um, the feeling of the guided meditation. Whereas in hypnosis, very similar in the body, the feeling, but it's active. We are not letting go of anything the way that meditation is. We are actually like reprogramming and, and communicating with the subconscious mind. So it feels very the same, but one's active and one's kind of um, whatever, non-active. Mm -hmm. um, but that's how it feels. So if you ever were to think about hypnosis, hypnotic trance, like that's, it's very dreamlike, very relaxing. And then my clients are all women mm -hmm. and every service that I provide, mostly it's body image, um, self-confidence, wealth activation, really the, the problems that most women struggle with of them not, not being in their power. Mm -hmm. So I cover all those. So what we do in session is create the hypnotic state. And what that does is we have an analytical mind that is kind of like the bouncer to the club. So he decides like what gets in, what, what doesn't kind of thing. And then, so if I were to present a new idea to you, or if I even said, um, and you're so beautiful, or you're looking, you know, so amazing in that outfit, that comment is going to come up against your analytical mind. And depending on what your belief system is about yourself and about your worth and about your looks, it will either accept or reject mm -hmm. that comment. I'm sure someone has said something to you and you're like, mm, no, that's not true. Like, because you don't feel it yourself, you immediately reject it. So that's your analytical mind going, nope. Mm -hmm. And so that's the doorway to the subconscious mind, which is, do you have any in your spiritual journey? I'm sure it's come up in different books and things about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, everybody has their own stories of, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a specific one that my mind, um, you know, plays still plays through. Um, well, one that I see in my clients is I'm, if someone were to say, you know, you're fully capable of earning six figures, they'd be like, no, <laughs> no way. Like that's not possible for me. You know, I see that a lot. Like, no, that's, you know, I'm poor. I've grown up poor and that's never going to happen. You know, that's one that I see a lot in my clients. Perfect example. So that's her analytical mind. Yeah. rejecting that because she doesn't have any beliefs in her subconscious mind to support that. Right. So all of this is done in a very, like the way that the mind is it's, it's created to support us. So it's, it's only, um, supporting what we already have in there. So this is the beauty and this is where I'm going to get so excited. Okay. So hypnosis, when we create the state of hypnosis, we are putting that analytical mind really at rest. It's like taking a nap. 
and we're getting direct access. Because if you think about, if I were to come talk to you as you're laying in bed resting, about to fall asleep, and I gave you, you know, you're totally capable of making six figures this year. You know, you're less likely to reject that or your client is less likely to bounce that back right because of the state that they're in. But if you talked to her over lunch, mm-hmm. right, she'd immediately reject it. So this is where the power comes in of the hypnotic state. So all it does is put that analytical mind at bay that would reject these ideas, mm-hmm. give us direct access to the subconscious mind. And that is where we can plant seeds. So I liken it to a garden. So we're planting seeds of using your example, it's very possible, right? Who am I making six figures? What do I look like? You know, where do I live? What am I doing with my money? What offers do I have, right? So it's really creating this vision, this idea, because a lot of these women, and I work with women on wealth activation because they have a lot of limiting beliefs around money. Mm-hmm. So what we do in hypnosis is we, we change those beliefs and we plant these images. I say we, they're doing it. I'm just, you know, guiding them with my words, but they're getting in touch with the six figure them. Mm-hmm. And then when you plant that idea and they come out of hypnosis, now there is an option in the mind. So if you were to say that again, like, let's say they came and saw me mm-hmm. and then had a session with you and you said that again about you're very capable there's now something in the mind for them to latch on to, to be like, you know what? You're right. I might be able to do it. But before, when you talk to them, they had no proof. They had no belief. There was nothing there for them to accept what you were saying. Right. So that's the power of hypnosis. And that's how I see it. My clients are getting raises they are getting, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Like money is just coming to them, like attracted them because of the simple things that we're doing in hypnosis because their belief changes. So I'd have a session with her and she gets this image and her belief in herself, because it's all related to worth too. If we want to peel that back and really get to the root, right. I'm not, who am I to make six figures? Right. So all of my sessions always have um, an interlay of, of self-love, self-worth, self-confidence, because that's at the root of every woman's problem ever, mm-hmm. ever, right? Money or not. Yeah. So it's always there. But what it's really doing is creating this image in her mind of like, I, I can be the woman. I am the woman right. that makes six figures. And then we reinforce, we reaffirm because how anything gets into the subconscious mind is through repetition. So her money, her money scarcity stuff, or who am I? That was repeated over time. That belief, right? Over and over and over again. And that's why it's solid. And she'll reject anything that says otherwise because her mind's going to protect what's there. Mm -hmm. So with the hypnosis, we're actually able to go in, plant a new idea, a new picture, And now she has some possibility of like, Hey, and the more that we reinforce and reaffirm the more that that image that we planted and created actually becomes her reality and crowds out the old her that didn't even think it was possible to make six figures. Like if that's what we're doing in hypnotherapy for helping women, I call it wealth activation Mm because it's really, it's there. It's already within her. 
it's just not activated. It's covered under these beliefs of, you know, of she thinks mm -hmm. about her money. So we're activating the wealth codes within her. And then immediately things start to change around her because of this now belief in herself and her ability to like earn, receive, attract, grow, hold money. And things just start to change. And do your clients, do you send them home with, you know, a list of affirmations? Or are you repeating the same hypnosis session multiple times? Like how often are you seeing someone obviously with one session, you know, big things can happen. So are they, is there a time frame Like you need to see me three times before, you know, you can start to work through this money wound or is it something where they can go home and just do the affirmations themselves? How does that work? So I, I, the way I structure my business and I just want to preface affirmations are not like the only tool for like, I have clients where affirmations are worthless. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's all about like, using the tool that works for you and how you take in information in, in your mind. So I would never give affirmations to a client where it's like, it doesn't work, you know, but the way I structure my business is I see a client, our initial session is two hours. And the first hour is, is us talking, right. Really working out me getting to know, you know, what's going on, what's the desired state, all that. The second hour is our hypnosis piece. And I then after our session, based on the information I have, I record a second 20 minute uh, recorded hypnosis customized based on our session that I send them that they listen to every night mm -hmm. for the next 21 days. Oh, what I, yeah. I also recommend, I encourage it. Um, I support my clients to make, you know, free to make the choices of what serves them best. But I, I encourage the initial session they get the recording. And then I also three sessions a week after each other. So it's a month mm -hmm. and you see me once a week for that month. And you have that 20 minute recording. And that is, I think the perfect setup and foundation for any kind of identity change, especially in up leveling and money. Mm -hmm. And then what happens they'll break through, right? Let's say it's the six figure client, right? And they'll hit it. Right. And then they'll hit another block. Well, who am I to make 250,000 or who am I to make, you know, 500,000 and they kind of hit that same edge again. And I'll have clients come back and see me again, because really it's about, you have to normalize whatever wealth that you're trying to feel. It has to, if you're here and it's over here, there's a huge gap. Absolutely. So what happens in hypnosis in that hour together, these become one. Mm -hmm. You're laying down in a relaxed setting, but you are that millionaire or that six figure woman. Like there's no gap. And that's like the power of what we're doing is bridging that gap. Now, when you wake up again, the gap is very apparent. So the more that we can bridge the gap internally, you'll see that mirrored to you in the outside world. So it's repetition, repetition, repetition that's how I see my clients and they'll come back and see me sometimes when they hit that next level gap and then we'll work on normalizing, right? They've normalized a hundred, hundred K, right? And now the next goal is 500 K and like, that just seems way too big. So a lot of the tools that we do are the same, but it is, if it's about regulating the nervous system, how can I hold that? who is half a million dollar Andy, you know, like, I don't even know her. So what we do in hypnosis, very similar. We get to know her. Who is she? What are her characteristics? How does she feel in my body? What does she wear? How does she stand? 
you know, and that's just bridging the gap. And then the belief, we deepen the belief, I'm worthy, I'm deserving, I desire this money, it can come easily, right? Changing those beliefs. And then when a woman believes in herself, she's unstoppable. Like that's- I totally agree. Yeah, and it's definitely a process. So it was interesting to hear about your process because I figured you were gonna say something about repetition because at one time, is not going to change, you know, necessarily change the pattern. I think, yeah, that definitely resonates. And I've, I've run into blocks where just straight affirmation, like is not effective for me at all. I mean, if somebody were to make me repeat the same thing over and over or put a sticky note on my mirror, like that does nothing. I have to really get into the subconscious or work with a practitioner to change and repattern what's there, you know? Um, so yeah, that's a really incredible, I love everything you're doing with women. And have you run into a lot of women or people in the spiritual community who are uncomfortable with even like the idea of money, holding money, having money? Um, I've noticed just such a taboo (laughs) thing, um, even like in inviting podcast guests on because my podcast is about money. Like you'd be surprised at how many spiritual people are like, no, I don't want to talk about that. You know, like it's, it's uncomfortable or avoidance behaviors. So I'm just curious. Yeah. What your experiences are with that and working with your clients. They all have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all especially women, that. especially women. Yes. It's, it's mostly women. If you were to look at like how women feel, and then you look, you rarely see a man with mm-hmm. those same kind of like thoughts or feelings or who am I to earn half a million dollars? Like they're all bullshit beliefs. And that's, that's like the, the beauty and the power and the hypnosis is we get to change all that. And it can be immediate. Like one session is powerful, especially like removing money blocks. It's always going to be more powerful as you reaffirm and reinforce, but like one session and your 20 minute recording can set you up for massive success because it's all about the belief in yourself. It's not about your offering. It's not about your services. It's not about your bank account. It's not about any of that. It's your, it's 100% your belief in yourself. And that's what we create in hypnosis and that hypnotic state. When that analytical mind is sleeping, we build up this belief. Like I am the woman who earns half a million, you know, it doesn't even matter how you do it. But when you own that, when you believe that it's easy. And the other beautiful part about hypnosis, and, and I have to tell all my clients, like it isn't some radical, like you're going to wake up and your life's changed the next day because in the nature of us communicating with the subconscious mind, you're going to find that it's very subtle and it's very natural. So let's say we have a really like transformative first session, right? And you've got, you're listening to your hypnosis each night. And then all of a sudden, like you're at lunch and you get an idea about like, Hey, why don't I run a mastermind for, you know, women wanting to make a six figure mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, I'll put that together or something. And it's like, that's how it happens. And let's say, you know, you share your mastermind information and like fills out and you have a six figure launch and you're like, Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Like it's easy. It's natural. A lot of my clients, they don't even know that it's related to the hypno. Like they know something's different. Mm-hmm. They're like, I feel different. I feel better. And I made this other choice than I would normally make. And like this happened and it's all related back to what we had communicated to the mind. And that's how it happens. Like that's how these results happens. It's not like I woke up one day and I have six figures in the bank. It's just, I had an idea and I shared the idea and it sold out and I made six figures. 
Mm-hmm. All so from necessarily no. connecting it at the time. They're not connecting it back to that, but it's just, it's just, it's a change in who they are. Yeah. And how they yes. express themselves. Yeah. So do you use this on yourself? Like, how did you, yes. <laughs> your own business? Tell me about that. Like, obviously you've been coaching for a while. Like you started your business from scratch. How did all of that go? When I mean, I'm sure you came up against roadblocks and that kind of thing. Were you using hypnosis the whole way to build your business? No. So I had, I've been using a lot of hypnotic techniques for my own personal healing. Like, so Mm -hmm. I I wasn't using it in business. So I, the entrepreneur journey is that it's a journey. It's really a journey and you learn so much about yourself and who you are. And, and you have to learn like so much, not only about the services you want to offer, but you have to learn about business and you have to learn about social media and you have to learn, like, there's so much to learn. So I was not using it in my business. I was using it on my own personal transformation, right? Healing trauma, um, transforming my body, my self-worth, you know, things like that. And then um, a couple of years ago, I set out to heal my, my money mm-hmm. because I was like so tired. Um, my money has probably been like the most traumatic relationship I've ever had. And I just recorded a podcast really? episode wow. about this. Yeah. I thought about like, yeah, my parents and this and all that. And I was like, I realized like I received the most trauma in childhood from my perceived lack of money. Wow. Yeah. So I set out to heal that a couple years ago and did every practice, read every book. I took courses. Um, and that's when I started reprogramming my subconscious. Like I've been doing this for years and that's why I was like, okay, this is, I've already been doing hypnosis. And then, so I went and got the the education and the schooling so that I can like officially teach other women, but we all have access to our subconscious mind, you know, and it's just that, that repetitive, but changing your beliefs. But yeah, once I got really got certified or was actually in my schooling, uh, I started using it myself. So I created my own hypnosis around money and my belief. And to this day, and I will probably never stop because I know the power of it. Mm-hmm. Um, every night I go to sleep, listening to my own hypnosis and every morning, and I'll create them depending on what I want to create or shift in my life. But every morning and every night, and I teach this to all my clients. I'm like, you've got voice memo on your phone, mm-hmm. record yourself. They don't have to be affirmations, but you can be talking about like, what is it that you desire? And speak it, speak it out. You know, I'm, I'm light and fit and I work out three days a week. And I, you know, I met the man of my dreams and my job. Right. So it does not have to be like, I am a money magnet. I am a, you know, it doesn't have to be that, but you speaking, whatever you're desiring into existence and then listening to that every night, every morning, your own voice, right. Cause your own voice is the most powerful and potent. Like me leading you through a hypnosis would be very effective you speaking yourself through a hypnosis 10 times more effective because yours is a voice that verberates, you know, inside and your subconscious is going to receive it a lot more, um, for sure. So absolutely. I've used it to skyrocket my business. Mm-hmm. I've doubled over my, from last year, um, doubled my income. I've used it to, to like transform every, yeah, yeah and I love that life. idea of, of recording your own voice. I don't think I've ever had anybody recommend that before. I'll have to try it for myself and let you know the results. <laughs> I, the kind of teacher that I am, the coach that I am, it's like, I, I truly am about empowering my clients and my students 
not about like learn from me forever, but how can I teach you how to self-lead yourself? Like, that's what I'm about. So it's like, yeah, I have these services and I would be honored to work with you kind of thing. But like, if I can teach you how to help yourself 100% every day, all day. So I always am teaching my clients, like, this is how you can do it yourself. Mm -hmm. And then they have that tool for life. So they like, they, you, and often my clients will text me and tell me like, Hey, I did this for this. And this happened. Like I taught them how to use it for themselves. And that anytime they want to make a change, they'll create something in the listen and then they'll reprogram their subconscious every night. Wow. I love that. It is so transformative. That's a perfect um, way to describe what you do. A transformation coach, you know, that's what you call it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That really aligns with what you're doing so well. So that's amazing. It's been challenging to like, you know, they talk about you're in business. They talk about like, what's your niche and like how to describe your services and all that. And I was like, like when you work, like you work with money. So it's a little bit easier to say like, yeah, I help you reach the school or, you know, whatever it is, but I work with like intangibles, right. Right. With spirit, with the subconscious, with your belief systems, like with all that. So I just on a personal level, I found it like kind of a bit challenging to like describe or Mm -hmm. share, um, in like a couple sentences, you know, but I'm working on it. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm getting there. And you can always reinvent yourself and change, you know, it's just a label, you know, so you can always, yeah. Whenever you feel the calling. Right. So we're always growing and changing. So, well, that's amazing. Do you have anything else to share? I know you have, I checked out your YouTube. You've got a lot of really fun videos, which I love because you post your bloopers. And I was like, that's a great idea because I tried recording my first YouTube video. And I think I had did it like four or five times. I was like, Oh, this is so hard. Why do people make it look so easy? So I appreciate you posting your bloopers over there, but I, I did see, um, you know, you, you talk, you did talk about money on, on your channel some. Um, and I, 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 um, I was just, you know, scrolling through, I saw some things in regards to money and manifestation. And I know that's like a really popular buzzword. And it, I don't even think we have to use that word because pretty much it sounds like what you're doing with your clients is they're creating their reality through reprogramming their subconscious. We don't have to call it manifestation. Is that what it is? Maybe. Um, is there anything you want to add to that about, you know, the law of attraction, all of that stuff? I haven't talked about that much on the podcast yet because in my mind, we have to work here on our, you know, inner selves first to create the reality externally, you know, and also figure out you know, where the blocks are. So that's kind of where I've been mostly focused on the podcast, but, um, it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing with your clients is they're kind of create co-creating their own realities, working through the subconscious. Is that how you would describe it? Yeah, 100%. And then there are things that I, that I teach. So I also have, um, a coaching business. So I see clients, um, through hypnotherapy, and then I have a high level, um, one-on-one coaching that, that I offer women that, that want to go deeper and just, you know, work more uh, closely with me Mm -hmm. that when we do the hypnosis for money, I, there's also a lot of like practical things to add that are supportive. Like one thing that I'll tell your listeners that is like a, a money changer is, tracking every dollar. And especially if you're doing hypnosis on your, your financial planner, I don't, you know, yeah, yeah. this, so this is, I'm not speaking to this activity in the form of like logic, like track your numbers. I'm speaking to it because of what it does, what it communicates to your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So what we focus on grows and expands 
a lot of women that I work with, like they're scared of money. They're scared of their numbers. They're scared of looking at, right. Um, because it just reinforces I'm not enough or that lack or, right. you know, how's it going to grow? So not from any kind of like logical standpoint, but when you're documenting every dollar, like I'll, I write down change, I find like it's, uh, things I'm gifted. I'll put like the amount of whatever that gift would have been if I would have paid for it, like every thing. And what this does is really tracking like abundance. Mm -hmm. So it's not even about the money. And this is where we kind of get into the law of attraction. Like when you start to like purposely look at the abundance that's flowing into your experience, it's going to naturally grow just by the laws of the universe, because what we look at expands. Um, but it also like, since I started my, I like double into, I'm now like tripling into my monthly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Simply by doing this activity in partnership with my nightly hypnosis on, um, like, I think I called it like wealth, wealth and millionaire mindset. I think I called my own, my own one. Um, so matching it with activities, like the hypnosis is really powerful, but if you can have activities like this or other things that reinforce, reaffirm, right? So if I'm telling myself that opportunities are coming, my money is growing, you know, whatever is in my hypnosis, and then I have actual activities that I'm doing in the waking state to reaffirm and reinforce, that's going even deeper and I'm seeing results even quicker. Mm -hmm. So being, talking about money, you're, it's only a matter of time before you're going to have someone on that like is totally going to go into like the energy of money and the law of attraction and all that. Cause it's like, you can't really have a conversation. You can, but you're blending money and spirits. So it's like, you're that's yeah, it's going to be something that comes up, but it's absolutely true. And that's how my clients, when we just simply work on beliefs right. and what I liken it to is when we're in hypnosis, and we create that vision of like, who's that six figure you? And she taps into her and she breathes her in and she feels her right totally in her body. What we've just done is I liken it to the Google maps. We've just said like, this is the destination. This is where we're going. You've told your mind, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. This is who I'm becoming. And then what happened is your mind can start to go to work and make choices that support that vision. So that's where like these subtle choices will start to come in, right? And remember I talked about the lunch, like, oh, I have an idea. Or maybe instead of this old behavior that you had, you choose this new behavior over here. And that's how like it all comes together. It's all interconnected. Yeah, one of my favorite quotes is, focus goes where energy flows or energy flows where focus goes, you know, and it goes for your numbers too. I totally agree. I think when I was avoiding and when I see clients avoiding, again, women, always women, <laughs> avoiding looking at their money, it's just like exacerbating the fear and the lack and the scarcity. So that's a really great tip as well. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, um, you're welcome. Well, this has been a super fun conversation. I've got, learned so much from you. So many great nuggets of wisdom, you know, hearing about hypnosis. This has been really helpful. I think for all of my listeners as well, just looking at another modality, another tool in the toolbox, you know, to work through the energetics of money. And then I kind of do some of the more practical aspects of money on the podcast as well. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share? Kind of tell us how we can stay in contact with you or your website, all that fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So the other thing I want to note is like this 
partnering your practical tools that you offer with the energetics and working with your subconscious mind, because even if, um, like you were to teach me budgeting, Mm -hmm. if I don't do anything to shift my belief in my ability to earn grow or have money, budgeting is not going to help me hundred percent. Yeah. You know, so it's like any kind of teaching around money, especially like women having growing and earning money has to be coupled with a change in consciousness and hypnosis is just like the, the easiest, most relaxing way to do it. It literally is like a simple, like a guided meditation, like an active guided meditation. So it's very easy. It's very simple. All my clients I see virtual. So it's, it's, you know, they just get their setup at home and we talk and they lay down and, and we do the work and then they get, they get back to their day. And it's like the most beautiful partner. I recommend it for everyone everywhere, but especially in empowering women, because when we can change how we see ourselves, which is what we do in hypnosis, planting that seed, telling that GPS, like, this is where we're going. Like I have money goals and I have, like, I continuously tell my, my subconscious, this is where we're going in business as a woman, as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And my mind's like, okay. And then I make choices to support that. And they're not even conscious choices because I've worked with the subconscious. They're unconscious. Mm -hmm. So I'm naturally like meeting with people or having conversations or reaching out or like, even you don't even know what's coming from this conversation, right? If you've worked on your money, I don't even call it money mindset, but it's like, if you worked on your subconscious beliefs around money, choices that you make, you have no idea how they return that abundance to you. So as far as the logical tools, always partnering it with subconscious work Mm -hmm. is where a woman can really, really elevate her financial status. Absolutely. I totally agree with all of that. That's why I'm bringing the two together. Um, yeah, you can't have, you know, you do this, you do the subconscious work, then you take the action, but the, the action without the subconscious just takes you. That's the story of my life. Basically. <laughs> it's like where I was for 10 years, right? Too much action, too much in the masculine, not enough here, here in the body and, and, um, working through the subconscious stuff. So I completely agree. I'm so excited. Let me share my info. I, oh, Instagram is I am Amity Rose. And then my website is amityrose.co and you can book a session, um, there or a a set of sessions. I I'm so honored to do this work. Like literally it's, I consider it sacred work because when women come to me, you're, they're sharing their, their most deepest desires, right? This is where I am. This is where I want to be. Like, these are things we hold so tightly to our heart. Like, well, what we truly desire for ourselves, whether it's money or our body or our confidence, our worth, right? So like just to, to have, to create such a safe space for these women to come and share that with me and then trust me, mm-hmm. you know, they, they literally, you're in a, your vulnerable position. You lay down and close your eyes. That's your most vulnerable. So to just be trusted, to guide them through themselves. And I always tell my clients and I want all your listeners to know, I don't do anything. I simply talk they are the ones that are healing, that are transforming, that are creating their new reality. You know, I'm just simply saying some words, but the magic that's happening, it's all with inside themselves. And then that builds confidence, that builds self-worth. Like, hey, I did that. Mm -hmm. I created that, you know? Mm -hmm. I helped along the way, but like they did the work. And then that just continues to like reinforce how powerful, like they truly are as a woman. 
so it's sacred holy work I got going on over here. <laughs> well, yeah, it's evident that you're, you know, following your path, your dharma, your mission, and your success, and just how you speak about it and how passionate you are. And really grateful for having you on the podcast. This has been fun. Hello, friends. Elle here. I am so excited to share with you my most accessible offering, Prosperity Circles. I believe financial literacy and manifestation techniques should be accessible to everyone, regardless of your financial status or situation. So beginning March 21st, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, I will be hosting an intimate container for women feeling out of alignment to come together to discuss personal financial struggles. We all know money is a taboo subject in our society, so why not come together in a safe space to share our stories and offer support for others on the journey? During these circles, we will share our stories and struggles, but also I will offer some guidance on how to make shifts and tweaks to overcome any financial challenges you may be facing, whether that be making more money, working through money wounds, switching careers, or setting and sticking to reasonable financial goals. Nothing is too vulnerable here. Every week will be different as we intuitively cover what the group needs and end the circle in a meditation or journaling session. The best part is there's no commitment. Simply sign up weekly at spiritualperspectivepodcast.com slash services. Scroll on to the bottom and you'll see more info. See you in circle. Well, that's a wrap on this week's podcast episode. Amity, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I had such a ton of fun talking to you, and I think it's because we both have Tara's sons. I don't know. But I just really resonate with your energy and your presence and truly love everything you have to say about healing and working with women. And I wanted everybody to know that I took Amity's advice and I recorded my own voice for about three minutes Um, and did my own hypnosis. And I started it right before I went out of town and I fell off the bandwagon, but I am going to listen every night for 21 days and I will report back. And I challenge all of you to do the same. Cheers. Catch you later.